got a fever. And the only prescription is smoking. Over the line! This. I'm sorry, Smokey. You were over the line. That's a problem. Is the cigar authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stein. The scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. And Chuck Morrison. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again. Heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? It's time to light them up. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. It's time. Sounds really fun. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, May 27, 2017, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today, La Flor Dominicana hit a home run last year at the IPCPR trade show with the Bull. And again, now with the TAA. What do they have up their sleeves coming up for this IPCPR? We're going to find out. We have the national sales manager, Mr. Jonathan Carney, will be our Mr. guest anything <laughs> he'll be our guest uh on the show this hour and we're going to talk about the past and look ahead into the future welcome everybody to the cigar authority and you're listening to the cigar authority the only radio show in the u.s and yes the world that is always broadcast on location and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking we insist we demand that you light up along with us you tune in at the where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, podbean.com, or Google Play, where you can set it and forget it. And there will soon be an addition to those. Yes. Well, hang on till next week. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll spill the beans next week. Definitely. On you're our a, big addition. You're a little late there. Nobody told me I had to ring the cowbell. You don't have to. There's you don't freaking, have to. There's but a freaking cowbell in front of you. Of course you got to ring it. But here you are sitting in the spot of Barry Stein, although he's off camera. Um, and we'll get to that in a couple of weeks and tell you exactly what's going on there. Exciting. But, but he's off camera, and you are wearing his dapper clothing today. Usually, Smokey Joe's. Usually, we say you got big shoes to fill, but in this case, you got a big jacket to fill. Yeah, you might want to roll them sleeves Little up. Little guy in a big coat. <laughs> Little guy in a big coat. It's like being a young kid and putting your father's clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> it's bringing back some memories, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Little guy in a big coat. Just doesn't work the same way. No. <laughs> can you tear that apart and do the Hulk Hogan thing? And <laughs> with this one, I, I can't even. I can barely lift my arm. At the, I, the last time I wore this, <laughs> yeah. I can't even get into the bottom of the pockets. <laughs> yes, you've done this I, before. I, yeah, well, I had to ask Barry what's in the pocket because I can't reach it. Wow, <laughs> it's like the opening scene in Big when he begins to shrink. <laughs> and today is pitcher day here at the Cigar Authority. We are um, going to be our pitcher taking, wearing our smoking Smoky Joe's clothing. Uh, today, later on, so it's pitcher day. Apparently, I was the only one who got the email, dressed up for the occasion. Yeah, you you wore a white shirt underneath. You feel well white, because I white f- and black. Yeah, exactly. But I'm wearing blue, so dark blue and light blue with the different color blues. I think. See what I'm Dark blue there? and light blue clashes. I don't know if you're no, supposed to do that. because you got multiple blues. This is I a whole blue know. thing. I don't know. This is. I why think you were going to just wear that shirt anyway. <laughs> <It> was. It <laughs> was. <laughs> But I'm going with it anyway. I will say that Barry has wiped his uh, mouth on the inside of his shirt less today because it's picture yes. day. So 
It's, his shirt is cleaner than usual. His wife we is giggling in the background because she knows it's true. Nobody can see the inside of your shirt. Therefore, yeah, your it is wife the knows it's napkin. there, and she's got a, a stock in the stain stick thing to clean it. <laughs> Barry, if it makes you feel any better, I'm practically blind and don't have my glasses on, so I can barely see anything about five feet in front of me. So I didn't even notice that you even wiped your mouth. So thank, I, I'm sorry thank that you. I appreciate that. All right, so time to let's light up and begin this process here. And you guys have yours over here. And this is the LFD TAA. What do we know about this, Barry? Well, last year, one of the hottest TAA releases was one of the Florida Dominicanas. That cigar was a special event only for TAA stores, and it was limited in a 10-count box. And that was called the TAA 48, as I recall. That is correct. Yep. And this cigar, the La Florida Dominicana uh, Special TAA 2017, Features the same wrapper as that limited 10-count box. It's a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, and uh, that last year sold out in the blink of the eye. They are available, again, this year in a full 25-count box. It's limited to approximately 75 retailers that make up the TAA, and uh, it could be found at twoguyscigars.com. So, Mr. Jonathan Carney, last year was called the TAA 48. I expected this year to be called the TAA 49. Why has that not happened? So the the naming, everybody has a different idea of what's going on with FDA regulations. Yeah, I know we talk a lot about it on the show, or I just in general. That's where you're going to go. Yeah, but um, so everyone has a different interpretation of it. So the way we interpreted it, which is crazy, by the way, that, that there's yeah. seven billion different interpretations in yeah. an industry that's as small as should be kind of just one. Yeah, uh, but the way we interpreted it was that we couldn't uh, adjust names and use naming and, and numbers. Yeah, uh, going forward. So what we did uh, until that was kind of sorted out, because you come up with these beforehand. So pretty much you're looking at November, December, January is when you're finalizing what you're going to be doing for the TAA uh, exclusive series program. So this is technically the 49th uh, edition of it. Uh, However, this year to try to avoid any conflicts with with FDA and the registering names, uh, we actually have two names that are are going to be registered with the FDA. One of them is the TAA Exclusivo which is technically what this one's called now. And then we also have the TAA 48, which is registered, which was last year's. And we didn't have a TAA, yeah, but we didn't have a TAA 49 registered before August 8th uh, yeah. last year. So this is the TAA Exclusivo. Um, a lot of the TAA retailers are referring to it as a TAA 49. Right. Um, I am in a no official capacity referring to it as the TAA 49 until we figure it out. Uh, but that's why the number was dropped. It was, sure. it was uh, solely because of uh, concerns. We, we were talking early this morning looking at it, and we said that's what must be happening there. Next year being the TAA 50, big deal that's happening, but it will be called the TAA leaving the number out unless you guys did a little. So maybe some things maybe some things will change by that time. Yeah. I also have some other tricks up my sleeve, both of these big sleeves. Big I have. sleeves. <laughs> Plenty um, of tricks. But so it's, it's the gold anniversary next year. Yeah. So we'd like to do something really, really special, really, really over the top. Yeah. Um, so we, we may begin doing the numbering thing again. And I'll be honest, uh, a lot of the TAA companies uh, that participate in the exclusive series did number again this year. Um, and they changed the names of some things. Um, that weren't registered, uh, yeah. and, and I know that for a fact. Um, so there was um, a settlement that happened uh, last year at the beginning of the year. I believe it was with Altria and uh, the, either the FDA or yeah. whatnot. But it, what it did, it changed. As long as the, the product is the same as something that was pre-predicate date, yeah. you could essentially change the brand as long as the product inside is in the same quantity. 
and is the same product or something that was similar before. So there's a couple different things that we can do to make it uh, to make it unique. We can obviously change packaging now uh, with that, but we'll see where it uh, where it goes from there. Yeah, right now quantity still matters, but it's it's an ever changing thing. And now the date has been moved to July, so we'll know more in July. Get a final final ruling by then, maybe or before we go to court. So we'll see what's happened. So, Take a whiff of the foot of this smoked paprika. Smoky. Uh, smoky. When I think smoked paprika, I don't think a harp or no. or anything to do Does, with this. Doesn't do anything for you? Well, how about now that you're on the you show, think about that? I'm, uh, I'm educating you on what you should smoked be thinking. Paprika. Smoked it's, paprika. Okay. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So densely packed, feels like it will be a tight drawer. I know better than that, though. It won't. I watched a guy cut his finger the other day on one of these lighters. Oh, God. One of these cutters. Mm. I was sitting there. There's no way in the planet that your finger's ever near the blade. You're right. And I'm sitting there watching him, and he swears, and he throws the cutter. And I'm like, what did you just do? He's like, I cut the end of my finger. The finger that he was cutting with. So he somehow had his finger around inside. Wrapped it all the way through, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. So the um, box-pressed cigars... This is just some insider info. Here we go. Tend to have uh, less tobacco in them. The reason they have less tobacco is because the cigar is not produced or not bunched or not rolled in a square. Yeah. It's pressed in a pressing system. So when you take a circular cigar and you make it circular, you're making it a certain way to have a smooth draw. When you press it, it's going to compress the tobaccos down. So if you put the same amount of tobacco, you compress it, it's not going to have a uh, smooth draw to it. So cigar companies... Uh, when you make a box press cigar, traditionally are going to have uh, slightly less tobacco in it. Now, this has been a recurring theme that I've had recently. When you uh, have most of our cigars, if you squeeze them, they, they're relatively hard. Yes. Uh, not hard as in dry. They just, if you squeeze them real they're hard, firm. Right now, they're, 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 they're firm. firm. Yeah. So that doesn't mean it's not going to be a good draw. But traditionally, as I said, in a box press, there seems to be less. So when people are, feel a box press cigar of ours, it tends to have more tobacco than a box press cigar traditionally would have in it. So therefore, a lot of people think it's harder right. to dry. I'm, I'm squeezing. I see this is a brick. Normally, you would think it's not going to draw, and I know better because you guys make them properly. It's going to draw perfect as it as it does. Uh, fancy lighter today because we're all dressed up. That's right. It's picture day, so yeah. I thought I would go with the black label flat flame. This is the original flat flame. Yep. The tank is big enough to hold enough flame for about two and a half boxes of matches. Yeah. You flip up the lid, which is a safety mechanism. The lighter won't ignite with the lid closed you have to open the lid so it doesn't open in your pocket then you pull the button down and you've got yourself a flat flame that you can paint right on that happens to burn at the exact temperature that you need to combust tobacco it's magical it's the vertigo i'm sorry the black label flat flame retails for one hundred dollars this is one of the nicer lighters oh yeah there's one other feature once i get lit here I'm getting a whole lot of that smoked paprika right now. Oh, there's, a, yeah. <laughs> there's a hidden feature. If you have the lighter open, it oh. also doubles as a cigar rest. Ah. Is that it. actually designed that way? Uh, would I tell you something during a commercial? 
that would be untrue? Is that what you're suggesting right now? I mean, that's amazing. I had no idea. Do you want to Google that? No, no, I believe you. Okay. I've used this lighter probably a hundred times, and I've never never even thought that. This is like chopsticks. You know at the end of the chopsticks, you have the little square things, and you take the top off? You're supposed to rest that down and then rest your chopsticks on. I always just throw it away. What, say that again? All right, so at the top of the chopsticks, when you rip them apart, yep. some of them have a little wooden, a traditional chopsticks, you, the top part... Where they connect. Yeah. There's a top portion that comes off, and you can rip that off. Yeah. You rip it off and set it down, and that's to rest your chopsticks on the so table. So that they don't so the, touch the table. So they don't touch the table. I, I have no idea. No idea. This is good. Here's this one more. I, I got a food thing, which is huge for me. This is off. This is probably off subject here even more, but there's crazy things that happen. You know the little ketchup containers at McDonald's, those little annoying paper things? Yeah. yeah. Those are supposed to be filled, and then you unravel them and open them up so it makes a little tiny bowl. And then you can dip your French fries That in I it. knew, but I don't like ketchup, so I don't use them. I didn't know that either. I, this is really? why you listen How to the you? Cigar I didn't know either. But see, it's not off topic because food is an important part of the Cigar Authority. Well, yeah. Those that are watching. Less important now that Dave's on a diet. But there, there is a box of Funny Bones here, and they're not for me. They ain't for me. Yes, they are for you. I'm not eating them. Because we got a urinal cake, and we have a box of funny bones. Bring on the urinal cake. Oh, really? I'll eat that first. Oh, my God. Used or unused? He was bullied in high school. I'll use it first. (laughs) So it is smoky flavor. It's a smoky flavor. It it, it is smoky. It reminds me of an old school barbecue when you had the briquettes. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm getting off of this. Most people that barbecue would argue you only cook with briquettes. So that gas is cheating. My birthday I was cheated. this week, and what did I get for my birthday? Is a barbecue with the charcoal, because I talked about it on the show, nice. and there it was, just like magic. Boom. Boom! I haven't used it yet, but it is the Weber one. It looks pretty cool. You didn't get the green egg. No, she didn't know about the green egg. She's never even heard of it. Web- Weber's the best. Christmas. Yeah, Weber's the best. Christmas, we'll talk, Laurie. Green egg. Yeah. Green eggs and ham. I will not have green eggs. Sam, I am. No, I will not. So, Mr. Jonathan County, what is going on in the La Florida Dominicana cigar world? Uh, so we've been we've been quite uh, quite busy. If anybody follows us on social media or yes. me specifically, um, it's been a crazy 2017 uh, already. The the cigar of the year announcement with cigar aficionado right. was massive, yeah. um, but that th- we were already coming off a really strong 2016 anyway. So it, um, in regards, I mean, to that product. chokes the factory, right? Oh, certainly, yeah. yeah. We're, we're in the middle right now, and we were planning on doing this anyway. But it, to to do this in the period of time where you're having significant growth, uh, we were planning on growing anyway at the beginning of 2017. We we're looking at adding about 35 to 40 new rollers over a period of the year, um, and. Uh, we were growing at the factory in terms of expanding our rolling room, expanding everything. Um, so that was happening regardless. But then you get the, that type of an announcement, and it blows everything up yeah. uh, how, how all at you, one time. How do you stop that from becoming the kiss of death that it has become for so many companies? They get Cigar of the Year, and then that cigar disappears. And in some cases, the company goes out of business. It creates a lot of angry customers as well. So what you do, in reality, there's a couple different ways to handle it. You're either a gigantic company who can easily meet the demand and then the product gets out there. But this is a this is a handmade product. Yeah. So there's no way to really meet 
any type of demand on that. Not in, to in keep reality. the quality what it is. No, not with the quality. So yeah. really what you do is instead of ticking people off with the quality issues that you've seen in years past, uh, you just tick everybody off up front and just limit how many you make. So uh, we make 3,000 boxes a month. There's 40,000 on order. Uh, there's only six and a half months left in the year. Uh, 3,000 times six is 18,000, so the numbers don't add up. Yeah. Um, however, I'll, I will say the, the thing that's been the most comforting about it um, and something that's been good uh, – good for the brand and good for the the actual cigar itself on a long-term level is i haven't heard of really any complaints in terms of quality none whatsoever there may be somebody where the cigar doesn't quite hit their palate or or, you know and there they have opinions one way or the other that's fine i have no issue if something's not in your wheelhouse in terms of palate and you like something else better or whatnot Uh, but in terms of the quality and consistency of the product i mean it is exactly the same cigar as it was uh last july when it came out uh, it's the same as when it got the rating uh, for the Cigar of the Year. Um, so that's really what we've done is kind of scale it back. And we've always been that way anyway. We've never pushed anything further than it needs to go just for the sake of getting it out. Uh, it's never been about the money. It's always been about the quality of the product. Um, so we've, we've adapted the same thing. But, I mean, it's, it's really hard to explain to people that. Uh, where, you know, hey, I have 500 boxes on order. You've only sent me 100. Well, yeah. they, well you know, you're... you're they, they're getting 100? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, the other person that ordered, uh, you know, 300's got two. Right. Uh, so you, you keep it limited, and yeah, it's fine. And at the same time, the retail has been really good about it. They limit the amount of purchases, so everybody gets a chance to try it. Um, so it's been good, but it's definitely something to manage, and it's a great problem to have. So this is a Tony Gomez creation, correct? Uh, Tony and his father coordinated on okay. it together. I don't know where they collaborated and where they didn't. Um, every time that we talk about it, there's, there's somebody collaborated in a different area, but I know they did work on it uh, together okay. so um, in that project. Because um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking he, he's hit, hit after hit after, you know, here's, here's the new the son, you know, coming in, and uh, it's one after the other after the other, and taking what was already a sensational company with, um, you know, very popular brands that were hard to get because they're so popular, and then one after the other, it's been the past few years, wow. Yeah, and, it's, and that, that's really the, the side effect of, of not just the rating, but coming off a really good year, the way the market is in regards to uncertainty with regulations. Um, you know, our brand's just in a really unique spot where, but it's really desirable for retail shops, and it's really desirable to consumers. Yeah. The price point's nice. The product's consistent. Um, you know, the, the next generation's involved in the company, so it's not it's not on the chopping block to right. be up for sale. Barron well, has yeah, a uh, question. One thing to back up, you said it wasn't about the money. I'm going to argue that it is about the money, but in a good way. All of the Flor Dominicana boxes now have the CRA stamp on them. Yes. And inside the Andalusian Bull, there was a piece of paper, and on it, it says, LaFleur Dominicana is donating two cents per cigar sold in the USA to help Cigar Rights of America in its fight against government abuse of our industry. So it's a good thing that there's such high demand because it is creating a money trail for the positive fight. And how many cigars have these stamps on them? That, uh, that stamp program started with us about two months ago, and with, uh, by the end of this month, every product we have, uh, two cents of every single cigar is going to be going to it. It's already going towards it. Yep. It's just at the end of the month, every uh, box will have that uh, little stamp on it. So look for the little Cigar Rights of America yeah, stamp. We, we saw it this morning and said, oh, my God, uh, look at this. It's happening. It's yep. the first, thing I've, first time I've ever seen it, actually. Yeah, the, uh, there, there are other manufacturers that have signed up for it. I haven't seen any other manufacturers applying the stamps yet. I'm not sure where they're at on that. 
Um, but I know uh, we started doing it in January, and then we started using the stamps just recently. So just for the consumer to know, we opened the box, and that's where the stamp was, inside the box, not on the outside. So you don't know as you're buying it, which I think would be maybe the consumer would say, no, I'm doing something good here if I buy this brand instead of that brand that maybe well, the outside. I would say the average cigar shop sells more by the single than by the box, so it almost makes more sense to have it on the inside of the box because that's the lid they're going to see. Oh, see it open. And more see, and more likely. It. Okay. Um, do you think or are you guys at all afraid that the Andalusian Bull becomes your uh, Monster Series or your Opus X of other companies where it ends up drawing so much attention that the attention goes off of your core line? Is um, that a concern we, at all? We obviously think and talk about a lot of different uh, different scenarios that could happen. Um, it's such a different product than anything else that we make in regards to size, price point. Um, it's a little higher end on the price uh, price uh, chart there. Um, so it's so different from what our regular production stuff is traditionally. I mean, we're really, you know, 6 to 10 bucks. Sure. Uh, you know, really 8 to 10. So we're not really over the $10 mark on regular production. And the whole concept of the bowl, it was intended to be a limited edition type thing where it was, you know, a couple hundred boxes made a month. Um, and it's something special and unique, special occasion and whatnot, and, and really a unique product. Um, so it, it hasn't taken away from it, but it's also it's enhanced everything is in the reality. Because when, when you have something that's very high profile like that type of announcement, uh, it brings attention to people who had never heard of the brand before. Now, we have a huge brand recognition, but reality is cigar smokers now don't have an excuse not to know what the product is. And it really does highlight the, the rest of the brand because we went from a point where... There was you look at top ten SKUs where you know somebody who smokes Double Hero Seven Hundred Maduros will tell you you know sometimes they're somewhat hard to get yeah, because they're just waiting. There's a lot of demand on it, and we don't push the product we want it to. That be was consistent. the workhorse of the of the company, right? That was the one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and now it's we we start to experience that instead of with three or four SKUs, I'm looking at fifteen to twenty SKUs that are random sizes, medium bodied blends, full bodied blends that run the whole range of flavor profiles. There's about 15 or 20 SKUs that are in that same boat right now, mm. uh, which is a really, really good spot to be. Um, so the brand's growing. We're growing internally. Uh, we're going to be adding uh, about a million, a million and a half cigars over the next 18 months. Uh, we've always had the supply. It's just a matter of producing it, which is the challenge. You have yeah. to have enough people to make the products. Um, so we're going to be expanding to meet the demand on that. The supply's already in good shape. Um, so there shouldn't be any concerns with that. But uh, I don't see it taking away from anything we're doing. It's only enhancing it at the same time. It looks like you, with that Andalusian Bull, one positive thing on it is that it has brought new smokers to La Florida Minicana, whereas other companies that seem to launch 10, 15 brands a year, they end up cannibalizing <laughs> themselves. The guy goes from Brand X in this wrapper to the new Brand X in the new wrapper with the new story. And those brands tend to die off. And this is bringing some of those smokers over that have never tried LFD to try it, which I think is a, is a win from a company standpoint. It's very good. Yeah, for, for example, coming up, I mean, the, our, our industry trade show, the IPCPR, is coming up. And despite FDA regulations, there's tons of new stuff coming out again this year from yeah. everybody. We're doing nothing. Good. Uh, we're doing nothing new. We're focusing on our existing lines. That blows it for you, Barry. That was his, his next his <laughs> yeah. next thing. Oh, my God. He looks sad. Doesn't he look sad? So we're, we're, I, I am the cigar shop's worst customer because I come in asking what's new, and the whole FDA thing is going to kill that. And to hear you guys are coming out with nothing new, 
Well, they just came out. But, but if you look at the industry of what, what's new, what was new a year ago, nobody cares about what it is now. But if you focus on your core lines, and, and the companies that have done this have been really, really successful. And if you watch the trends in the industry, people are the, – the, the, the manufacturers are coming back to focusing on their core lines. It was even before the FDA sure. was going on, before those conversations. I mean, you look at companies like General. I mean, they're back to focusing on Kahiba. What's new about Kahiba? Nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the reality. But they're focusing on their core lines. They're focusing on making sure those are as high quality as they can be. And the same thing we're doing. So that's an industry trend. Um, and the new products, is just new for that year. And then when something else is new, it's, it's, it's gone. So the reality is you want to kind of garner... Uh, consistency with the people that you're the consumers that are buying the product so really for us is let's focus on growing because the demand's there for all of our lines let's focus on growing there instead of trying to do something that's brand new any size extensions maybe a little bowl we are doing two things okay all right. All right. Let, let, get, off, the, get off the ledge, Barry. Yes. What, is, if, uh, <laughs> what, if anything, should customers seek out from LFD that uh, may not make the FDA or may not make uh, predicate? Are you guys going forward, business as usual, everything is, is going to be made? The, the only real lines that could potentially be on the chopping block are individual sizes of, uh, honestly, almost all of Tony's blends are not pre-2007 so chapter one capitulo two uh lenox petite lenox and delusion bull uh those products are not pre-2007 now they have been registered with the fda and we will register those products and we're just waiting approval on those yeah um so we anticipate those being uh being okay but who knows they could say no we don't want you to have this so that's fine uh but those could be on a chopping block probably 99 percent chance that it's not um just because it seems like they are approving some of these uh some of these blends that have been either one pre-existing and there's an inclination that they're going to be approving some things that have been on the market before august 8th anyway um the only regular production line for us that's not pre-2007 was our 1994 blend uh however at the time uh before 2007 we have had blends that utilized those tobaccos and that blend that are on the books. Um, so that, that line's been registered as well. So we're looking at about 95% of our portfolio is going to be okay uh, with any For type sure. of regulations. And yeah. then the, uh, the other 5% is, yep. fingers crossed, that the FDA does the right thing. And mm-hmm. Okay, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? I knew you were coming, Connie, so uh, today's hypothetical battle is in their prime. It's Hulk Hogan versus John Cena. In their prime. Oh. John Connie is a fan of the wrestling. He went to WrestleMania this year, I think. I went to WrestleMania. It was excellent. It was in Orlando. What a if you even if you don't like professional wrestling, if you ever have a chance to go to like WrestleMania, the Royal I, I Rumble, went. I went. I went to WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. The, the production of them is just oh, amazing. God. It's so there's nothing better than that. Uh, it, it's enjoyable. But yeah, huge wrestling fan. John Cena and then Hulk Hogan in his prime. Yeah. All right. Now, are we talking about from an athletic standpoint? Or are we talking about the characters? The, the whole thing. So you now, now, right, now so you're the, now you're the matchmaker, and you have to plan the storyline. Be, from behind a storyline, ends up winning here. From a storyline, obviously Hulk Hogan has to w- lose the first one, mm-hmm. then John Cena, 
loses the second one. There's only and then one. Hulk Hogan ends up winning the last one and becomes the champion. And that's his. That's been his storyline. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is the champion of champions. Wow. Of champions. I actually agree with Jonathan. He's an American hero. He's defeated the Russians. He's defeated the Iraqis. He's going to defeat the guy wearing his pants down below his ass, John Cena, and he's going to kick his ass. Have you ever heard of hustle, loyalty, and respect? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see you right now. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> So in, in their prime, I, I'm seen as one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. one, my best friend's like his twin brother, practically, just a little taller. Um, so seen as our friend, when we when we work out at home, we actually have a four foot tall uh, John Cena figurine that works oh out with God, us. Oh my God, a big fanboy there. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you in 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 his prime. Unfortunately, uh, Hogan's going to win. The, the only reason I say it is because Hogan's a legend. Cena's not quite a legend yet. yet. He's still young. He's 38. So, so you don't think he's in his prime yet? I think he's, I think he's, I think he's in his prime right now. Because he's been he's playing going, less. He's, he's been, been playing less. Yeah. I think he's towards the end of his regular career in regards to being on the shows and whatnot. Uh, but I think in their primes, I think at the time, Hulk Hogan has transcended uh, the, industry. Transcended the industry. He was, yeah. he was really like The Rock. The Rock has transcended the industry. Cena, I think, is going to transcend the industry. He slowly is. What he's done for Make-A-Wish Foundation is incredible, but that has nothing to do within the ring. I think Hulk Hogan in his prime is pulling it off. Chuck, you work for the WWE. I have, yeah. I, I, it's, it's Hogan. It's definitely Hogan. It's Hogan, and I think it's a, everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. It's a slam dunk there. That's it. Or Quick body question. slam. Who's the That's real cool. Mr. Jonathan? Who would sleep with the four-foot figurine? Have you ever <laughs> yeah. slept with that? Oh. First of all, yeah. I have no figurines in my house. Therefore, he cannot be the real Mr. Jonathan. That's, it's over right there. The figurine's not in my house. It's, where you, it's at my friend's gym. It's at the gym. For motivation. Oh, I, I he's, and he sits in front of an American flag. I pictured you guys getting up from your video game consoles in the corner <laughs> of the room in his mother's basement and walking over and bowing down and kissing the feet of John Cena and then doing a little bit. I just told you the John Cena doll is in my friend who's his twin brother, only he's taller and bigger. Yeah, and you're making fun of his he gym. Went, he wasn't listening. He's going to come down and bring it on? I don't bring think so. On. I don't we'll think do, so. We'll do a versus segment, me versus the Cena lookalike. Oh God, he loves picking on people bigger than him. So early thoughts here on the LFD-TAA. I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. Have this, you retrohaled yet? No, and I won't. <laughs> wow, I don't find it all that powerful. Oh, my God. It's Listen, the, the, there's a lot of LFDs that are over the line the, for me. This, this ain't is one of them. not the strongest I've ever smoked, but there's a weight on my chest. I got no numbness in my arm, so it's not a That's real Connie's heart attack. Friend. But you it's, can already uh, feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even met the guy yet. He's got this move. It's called the paddles. Yeah. All right? Oh. You know when you like, get Perfect. revived? And you just you, you have no choice. When the paddles come in, it's Boom. right on your chest. Oh, bring That's it a, on. That's a good. Does anybody have that? The pad, it's his move. Really? It's my buddy Matt's move. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. He, the he paddles. Actually, he actually thought about, in the past, he's got some real good friends. Uh, he plays football. Okay. And he has some really close friends that are in the wrestling industry. And he thought about it. I mean, he's six foot six, like two hundred eighty-five pounds. And he thought about it in the past, but the travel schedule's wild on yeah. those things. It's just not no way to, to raise a family and whatnot. But we always joke around about it. We talk wrestling all the time. See, my, talk well, you're skipping my move, leg day. My move is a counterclockwise <laughs> twist. <Yeah. laughs> we, it's, a, it's a Seinfeld <laughs> reference. Do you know that? 
The move. The move. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going with uh, Purple Nurple. <laughs> it's very good. It's Honestly. very good. I'm, I think I might have been the only one that got it until I just referred to it, but it was awesome. It was awesome. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, I just came back from the Davidoff Advisory Board meeting in Tampa. What have I learned from them? What can I discuss? And uh, what have I forgotten that I wasn't supposed to discuss that I'm going to discuss that we'll mention anyway? I don't know. Uh, I've already been in trouble once for this, and we're going to see if we can do it all over again. We'll return with Mr. Jonathan Carney and more. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Garco or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars 
and not the quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Authority. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority now in our eighth year, the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars, according to Cigar Journal. Joining us, a friend of the show and a friend in the industry. Welcome back, Mr. Jonathan Carney. Glad to be here, gentlemen. And a real friend in real life, buddy. We'll, we'll judge that after the show. <laughs> no, I'm glad, glad to be here. And uh, Mr. Jonathan over here, who's, who has now taken the reins of the new lightweight on the show, I think you're more of a lightweight than me when it comes to your strength of your cigars because this is a, a medium plus. I've always known he's been light in the loafers. Yeah. I, I've actually been impressed over the six years that I've known you, David. I've been told you're a milder smoker. Yeah. The last two to three years, when I've been smoking with you, you've been smoking stronger cigars most of the time. I have to smoke everything, but if I was to ch- choose to sit down and have a cigar as enjoyment because there's two types of cigars some cigars you have to smoke you have to do it till you're tasting blends and things like that and then you, you there's nobody around you're going to smoke a cigar and w- what you go to at that point yeah you're at the trade show and you're walking around the trade show floor you might hit 80 cigars that you partially smoke through the day and then at the end you're just exhausted and you want to relax and the way i relax is i light up a cigar so there's my 81st cigar but this one is different this one's for me and that's yeah. what i want to smoke so would this be a go-to for me? It's too full-bodied. It's medium plus, but it's not too full-bodied to smoke. I'm going to smoke it down to the end. It's not going to be a problem at all. It draws good. It tastes good. Uh, it's a little heavy. I don't know about somebody on my chest or anything like that. Yeah, it's, he- it's heavy on the chest. Uh, I'm getting still that smoked paprika from the beginning, but cayenne pepper has a very specific flavor if you get past the heat of it. So remove the heat of the cayenne pepper, and I'm getting smoked paprika and cayenne without the spice. There's no, there's no pepper going on here. It's very smooth, little sweetness. Little so sweetness. You, you were 
the there's a there's a big popular flavor profile. I've said this multiple times, and you'll probably hear me saying around. But a real popular flavor profile over the last like ten years has been when you light up a cigar. There's like this big blast of pepper, and people can get mad at me about it. But that's that's just not tobacco that's been fermented for, in our opinion, long enough. Yeah. Now, some people say that's perfect because we want that pepper taste, and I like it. I, I, I don't... Yeah, a little, little raw flavor. Yeah, right raw. when you... Right, yeah. Right, like, right on the front of your palate, not yeah. on the finish. But tobacco that's been aged and fermented for a period of time that we see fit shouldn't really have that pepper blast up front or on the front of your palate. It should be what you said, like a subtle pepper on Almost the finish. Almost an afterthought. Yeah, an afterthought, really. It's, so it's, that's because the tobaccos have aged and fermented longer. So in the aging and fermentation process, the side effect of aging and fermentation is uh, ammonia, essentially. When you're working the tobacco and it's being fermented, it's, it kind of have a stench of ammonia and it works out the tobacco. The very next flavor profile is pepper. So I always tell people, imagine that cigar you had. Say you bought two cigars, you bought one, and you lit it up. It's real peppery, real aggressive on your, on your palate. And then you had one, you set it aside six months later in your humidor, and then you grab it. When you pull it out, the pepper's gone. Yeah. So that's just obvious that it's aging and fermentation at that yeah. point in time. Yeah. You can age that out. <clears throat> so part of your thing, you, you are the national sales manager. You're in charge of sales that happen in the United States. That's your primary position? I, I am a vice president of sales. So okay, I have of a, sales. Yes, of sales. Okay. Um, so the, the range of, uh, and scope of my work changes on a daily basis. It gets larger. Okay. Uh, week to week, um, as I take over different duties and whatnot. Uh, this past two years, I've moved down to Miami. Yeah, uh, I, I have permanent residence down there now. I spend a lot. I of would say very, here, but. very seminal permanent because <laughs> I follow you on social media with your air flights and you're everywhere. Yeah, all over the place. Because uh, every rapid yeah. shot is in your control. Yes, and we cover yeah. all 50 states. Yeah. Um, we have 10 salespeople across the country, and we do a, little, we do a good amount of business international, uh, but Lito Inez and Tony, uh, their son, yeah. uh, handle most of the international business, which is good because this, this is the majority of our business is, is here in the States. You've been to every state? There, is, there are four states I have not been to. I have not been to North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, or Montana. Oh, wow. Five, Alaska. Wow. Alaska. Is the, you have a, a store up in Alaska? I, this is hilarious. Uh, the day after the Cigar of the Year was announced, a, an account that had done business with us in Juneau, Alaska, I believe, uh, called us up and put in an order and brought in uh, about 15 facings. And they brought in the bowl as well, but they wanted to bring in the rest of the line, too. So we have one active account in Alaska right now. So that, that stemmed a store that didn't carry a product to say, Okay, these guys are for real, <laughs> and, and, and I think we'll give them a shot. Yeah, and it, it, it's funny, too, because um, on an international stage, it's been quite broad, but then there's some markets that were really challenging to get into that jump through hoops to work with us. Uh, I, I know f- several months back, um, I believe it was on the Scar Authority, uh, but there was the, the music guy that does the cigars and music or whatever from yeah. Australia. Yep. The Shoppy Shops Act called us up in January. In Australia, and open back up, and they do distribution around Australia. All right, so it's really really. So did you did you have some stores that that didn't do business with that called up and said, "I just want the bull." Just oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that can't. They happen. got nothing. If they're an active account with us, uh, they're they're in the queue. Yeah, so they're in the queue. Everybody's the same priority essentially. Um, so they're in the queue when it was ordered. Um, but I mean, we, we obviously with something like this, the limited amount of quantity, you, you want to support the Pete, you want to support everyone, but you really want to support who supported you. Sure. Um, because this is, this is a great opportunity for those, uh, those friendships and those business relationships you have and those consumers good times that, and are, bad. that are dedicated to yep. what you're doing to, to try to, to, to manage it through there. Um, so 
that's definitely a dancing act. Um, yeah. To go through, but uh, it's oh yeah, absolutely. So now, how how about your reps? That your job is for sales, and you guys are back ordered, and you know the stuff is hot. You know the frustration that happens at that point that um, the sales rep is placing orders and trying to get his numbers up because that's what you want him to do, and um, the product isn't available for him. Does it count that you got orders or no? It's sales. Uh, it, it, uh, it's based off sales. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's sales or sales. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's you know the, the the real talking point that we have on it, which is the reality, is we've always been fair with all of our retailers. So it's not uh, you know the big online guy isn't getting more than anybody else. Yeah, right. Um, that, you know that's not even that's not even our priority. The brick never, and mortar never was. Our I gotta say, and I and I thank you for that. You've you've always supported the brick and mortar. It's always so, been the case. You know our 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 team and ourselves. You know, when we talk, because we understand the frustration you have, because you have people that are asking you just as much as we are, um, you know, just as much as they're asking us. So really, that you know, we've talked about, it's, hey, this is a really good problem to have. We're going to make the cigar as high quality as we can. Uh, at the same time, we're going to make sure that we're fair with everybody and everybody's getting a fair shot at it that was interested in the product. And we are going to get it to you. And we understand uh, the frustrations that you have with it. Um, just understand we're in the same boat you are. We understand it. We're going to work with you to get through this. And on nine times out of ten, uh, the retailer and the consumer appreciate the fact that we're being open and honest about it, um, and, it and it kind of uh, subdues that frustration on that side. There we go. All right, so I just came back from the Davidoff Advisory Board meeting in Tampa. I've, I've been on this since the very go of it, and they bring uh, a dozen retailers down, and we sit around, and they say what has happened in the past, what it looks like the future is going to be, and then it's basically a bitch session of what problems and things that we have. So the first uh, night we went out to dinner, and then I got the opportunity right after dinner that we were going to go for drinks and cigars at Jeff's uh, Jeff Borshowitz's shop in Tampa, Florida. You've been? Yeah, I was there for grand opening. Beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Big giant store, big beautiful store. Um, it was a Tuesday night, jam-packed. Jam-packed to, to look at this. You know, I'm a retailer myself of a Tuesday night. Tuesday's the with, slowest, wow, slowest you know, day of the I'm week. Like, holy sure. God, uh, you know, was this a setup or what is it? Because holy mackerel, I'm like, we, I'd like to have a Saturday like that. And this yeah. was Tuesday night. Um, and uh, maybe because the Celtics were on? I don't think so. You know, it was packed. It was packed. <laughs> That's just Tuesday night in Tampa. Yeah. So we had some drinks, and, and we, there's a shuttle bus to take us after uh, back to our hotel. So we go back into the shuttle bus. And um, we're, we're talking as we're, the last people are coming on, and in comes Cynthia Fuente in the shuttle bus with us. So I walk, I, I see her, and I point at her. I said, this is strange, and make believe like I'm writing notes or something. I said, there's something going on here, and everybody's laughing because they Big know conspiracy. I do the cigar authority. <laughs> right. Here he goes. You know, here's the connection. And I go, mergers and acquisitions. You know, something's happening here. Or what's going on? And she's making her way through, and I'm a little f- further back in the bus. That's what it, they put the troublemakers. And uh, she's working through and saying hi to people as she's coming up. And I said, oh, my God, here is the scoop of scoops right now. And she said, I just came in to give you a cigar. I heard it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Nice. And I went, oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm a jerk. Okay. You're going to need a little blue pill to get it back up after yeah. that. I said, thank you so much. And she said, this is from my father's collection. I want you to have it. Happy birthday to you. And I said, okay. So I'm telling you the story anyway. It looked like something's going on, some collusion. But uh, no, she, she just... Uh, 
was there. She lives in that neighborhood, and she uh, goes to that store often, has a drink and a cigar. Nice. And uh, he says, um, Jeff said, yeah, she's in all the time. They're really good people. Yeah. The point they're great people. Yeah. So, Cynthia's a sweetheart. Yeah. For, and, and she chooses to go to the Davidoff store. It's, it's uh, you know, it's not a Corona store. It's a Davidoff. And, I'm, uh, sh- I'm sure they sell plenty of Fuente out of there yeah, as I'm well. I'm sure they do, too. They look like they were selling plenty of everything, <laughs> you know. Uh, but big, beautiful store, and uh, they're doing good there anyway. So they, they share with you um, the, the things that are working out well and the things that are having issues with and things like that and their plans of what and here they have top retailers and they basically say everything and then they say okay we're going to leave the room and then everybody uh, gets open and talks at that point it used to be that they would be they would stay there and they say okay anybody have any problems and things and I would be the only one that would dare say these things or whatever. No, they just bug the room and leave. <laughs> Which is what we, we joke and say, the room's bugged or whatever. But the, it's probably better than everybody feels, you know, that they, all eyes aren't on them and they're bringing up the bad things. But frankly, you know, every year they take two people off the board. And it's six years going. And each year everybody laughs when I would be the one saying the bad things or things that I think are issues. And, oh, it was nice knowing you, Dave. You're the one that's going to get. And each year, it's some two other people, and I'm the one that stays on. And I said, listen, I know, you know you're asking me, so I, don't ask me if you don't want to hear it. And they said, that's why we're asking. We want to hear it. And they end up keeping me on the board. And it, to everybody scratching their head, and I say to them, speak up. This is what, what the hat we're wearing. They actually want to hear it. Right. And whether they do something about it or not is another thing. But they want to hear it and know what our feelings are. So it's very interesting of all these different people, of some of the different things that they uh, that's important to them that may not be important to me. And it just it's just weird. But uh, I know a lot of um, companies have that. Listen to some retailers. Is that something the Fluid Dominican does, or they just get it from the guys on the ground? Uh, we, we, uh, we we take surveys throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, where people can provide feedback to us. Um, you know, we, we take ideas on products. Uh, you know, one of the new products we can talk about later on that we're doing is an existing product that was from retailer feedback that we're changing. Well, the double digger, right? The digger, that's how that came uh, from? The digger Maduro came from a, a retailer, a, a yeah. consumer in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah. Um, and this year at our trade show, we have a small version of our Lenox uh, that we put in little five-packs. And then retailers were like, you know, I just don't sell a lot of five-packs. But if you put it in a little 50-count box, it'd be a lot better. So that's just feedback. Uh, that we took from them, and we're going to be doing that. Okay. Um, so we, yeah, we get a lot of feedback. I mean, there's a lot of things in the cigar industry that I look around, not just our company, but everything. a lot of people in the cigar industry just kind of do whatever they want, uh, yeah. regardless. Like, there's a lot of things that come out. I'm like, if they would have just asked somebody before, yeah. we could have done that. So, you know, or they, they should have done this or could have done that. So I think there's a lot of not asking in the cigar industry, yeah. and we try to do it as much as we can, and I, I think a lot of manufacturers try to do it. But then you said a matter of once you ask and they give you the feedback, then, then is, whether you do it or not is right. a different story. Right. But, uh, yeah. yeah, there's, there's certainly a lot I, I of that. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a smart thing. I applaud them for, for doing it. And, um, you know, after it's over, then we went to a Rays game, a baseball game after, and, you know, there's a little chatter that goes on there and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I think they take it to heart, and they listen what happens, and then they make the decision at that point but why not ask the people that are in the stores i mean we're dealing face to face with the consumer and uh the same goes for us as retailers we want feedback from the consumer and the worst thing is that you know something ends up failing and the consumer comes in and says yeah i saw that you should have changed that a long time ago and it, it always bugged me that you did this this way and stuff and i said why didn't you tell me 
you know, because some people, like yeah, some people don't want to hear the, the negative stuff, so I applaud them. We for, got something positive because we've had uh, an awful lot of um, questions in the mail in the uh, when it comes to mailbags. Yes, and <clears throat> so, as a result of uh, a couple of people dropping off, we're yeah. opening up the Cigar Authority Care Package. Yeah. It's back. It is back so, for a limited time. Limited time. It is time. So if what, what do they do, on, Barry? The easiest way to join the Cigar Authority Care Package is to go to the CigarAuthority.com, and on the right hand side of the page, there is a graphic for the care package. If you click that, it will take you to TwoGuysCigars.com, who will process your order. And we look forward to you joining the Cigar Authority Care Package. So what it is is for $19.99 a month, uh, and you'll be charged immediately to $19.99. We ship out it towards the end of the month. Right. Anybody that joins today, tomorrow, or right up until the cutoff date will be shipped the following month. So the June has already shipped. So you will be getting on for the July Care Package. Yeah. The July Care Package will ship approximately June 27th or 28th. And you'll have it in time for that first show where we smoke one of the four cigars. Yeah. So for nineteen ninety nine, they get four cigars that include shipping. And after that point, you're always going to be charged the nineteen ninety nine right before we ship it at that point because you'll, you're on the list and that's it. When you decide you don't want in, you're not signing up for a year. You're signing up for as long as you want to mm-hmm. sign up. You quit at any time. Mm-hmm. When you get the cigars and you realize what the value is and everything, you're probably not going to quit. But believe it or not, over this, we've been doing it for a couple well, of years people now. Have, people have quit. People end up with full humidors and they're, they're behind on shows. There's, yeah. a, there's a myriad of reasons why people have had to drop out, moved, income changes. On, some people died, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that happens when you get a thousand people. So it's open for now, and we'll let you know when it's getting uh, really close to the cutoff point. And we just want so many to be able to process. Mm-hmm. Believe me, it's not a profitable type thing, mm-hmm. but it's we want to keep a whole bunch of people listening to the show and smoking the cigar along with us. Mm-hmm. We're going to smoke a cigar in the next hour. That's one of the ones on the care package. This unfortunately is not, uh, mm-hmm. but each. Month, four of the cigars, of the eight cigars we usually smoke in a month, will be part of that care package. So uh, go on to two guys cigars. Go on to the cigar cigar authority.com, right hand side. There is a graphic for the care package. Click that and it will take you to the point of purchase. Okay, so that's it. So good. Right now it's time for the offer of the day. It's the Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Two, $250,000. Is that, I don't have a zero there. I think it's 250000 It's a lot of money. Uh, that is, looks like $2,500. Yeah, no way, because anybody would do anything for $2,500. <laughs> 250000 is a lot of money, though. I All would right. do Jonathan for $2 million. You would? <laughs> but for 250000 would you make love to a goat? $250,000. Yes. To, to completion. Yes. <laughs> My wife is a goat. She's the greatest of all time. Ah. Therefore, yes. You are such a loser. <laughs> She's sticking her finger down her throat behind you. Four people are gagging in the studio audience yes. right now, and, and one, one of, of them is her. your wife. Yeah. <laughs> He just stole my line. I was going to say if the goat's name's Tom Brady. Ah. <laughs> a real goat. An animal. No. 250000 No. Chuck? Been with a few F pigs, no. but never a goat. Mr. Jonathan. 
No. I'm on the fence on this one. Really? I'm going to pass so for now. It, Let me... So is not the oh, goat. Yeah! <laughs> me, what if uh, it was a billy goat? Would that help? I don't know what the difference is. Is it a male goat or a female goat? Well, a billy goat is a male goat, right? Exactly. So does a goat. It's a female goat. I'm going to be honest female with you. There's, there's a large collection of women that I wouldn't wouldn't do that with for $250,000, so I wouldn't even consider a goat. Not a, no chance. No. I absolutely would not, but Mr. Jonathan is He's on the I'm going to say, I'm going to say. Again, he won't eat a probably. funny bone, but he's considering making love to a goat. <laughs> I'm going to say probably not. You're probably. right on the fence. If you went to 300000 I'm in. But it, for two fifty, <laughs> it's just it's just not enough. Have any of you seen that show Black Mirrors on Netflix? The first season, the prime minister of uh, Great Britain, the United Kingdom, uh, they took hostage the princess. And they would only release her if he made love with a pig live on television. Really? And he did it, but they released her 30 minutes before, and he didn't know it, so he still made love did with a pig. Uh, <laughs> 250000 I'm paying yeah. these guys too much money, I think, is, is what it comes down we to. We went to a real dark place right there. I did. I did. <laughs> but that's part of the uh, Don Raphael offer of the day. It's got to be something sick, and, and would you consider it? And there's people driving around in their car right now saying, I'd do it. From Kentucky. Right. <laughs> Jeez, I pay a few bucks for that. <laughs> okay, horrible, huh? So, um, Cigar Journal puts out their um, cigar trophy nominations out this time of year, and they ask you to participate if you'd like to do it. Uh, as the only awards in the cigar industry that is um, decided by the public, cigar trophy winners are determined through two-step process. Nomina- nomination round, which is what's going on now where the readers submit their top candidates for each category. That's for you to do. Uh, during that, um, that becomes a um, voting round. The winners are chosen from these finalists, and then it becomes the next round of it. So now through June 15th, you can nominate your favorite cigar in various countries and origins, accessories, and cigar lounges. After the deadline, those have been uh, received of the nominations will move to the finalists. They'll pick the, the most nominate nominees. So you're going to actually pick a brand. You don't have to pick the exact size or anything like that. You'd pick a brand, for instance, La Fleur Dominicana, and the TAA would count, and, uh, and the, uh, the Bull would count, and all the different things. Just get the name of it in there. If that's what you want to vote for, you'd look under Dominican Republic, and that's where you'd put it, because you have to know the origin of each one. You pick a Honduran, you pick a Nicaraguan. Uh, we were saying you pick a Brazilian. <laughs> Took us a while to come up with one. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. The same easy. cigars won like five years in a row. Right. Because there's only one guy out there, I think. Um, what, what's interesting, obviously, you can only have one nomination per person, uh, right. per category. But the nominations must reflect the nominator's personal opinions and may not be on behalf of a business or an employer. So Carney can't nominate La Florida Dominicana. Right. If he goes and goes ahead. And with the we're not supposed to tell you who to nominate at all. Right. So I'm, I, just I did it. I have my answers here, but I'm I'm saving it for after the nominations close, and then we can Correct. talk about what because we, I did mine myself you know too. So you go on um, cigarjournal dot. Com now. It's dot com, yeah. Yep. They went to a dot com, so cigarjournal.com, and you'll see it there, and it's drop-down boxes. It's very yep. simple to do. It'll take you a minute, and uh, put it in. You Have some fun and see where it goes. On the desktop version of that page, you can find it in the lower center part of yes. the Yes, and one com. interesting thing is um, if you don't know something, 
you have to put the, the, all those fields are starred. So on some that I didn't know, I wasn't just going to Google. I didn't know a cigar from Brazil, so yeah. I didn't do that one. But you have to select none as your option yes. because otherwise it won't let you go through to the next round. So something I learned the hard way. And the product has to be available. So you can't pick a brand that doesn't exist anymore and say, geez, I love that, blah, 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 and that should be it. No, it's got to be a legitimate brand that's still out there. So you want its chance to win. We uh, won last year, actually. Yes. One best Dominican cigar, uh, Lenox. You guys nice. are on fire. It's Fluid yeah. Dominican. Want to stick around? Yeah, sure. Absolutely, yeah? yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, everybody is looking at looking for a deal. Uh, you've heard last week of Rafael Nadell from Aging Room going to Altadas. Well, Aging Room isn't their only brand. They had another. And now we have them all. We'll talk about that when we return, and we'll light it up along with you from the care package. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And when you happen to be smoking your LFD TAA, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you call it for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. 
Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar! Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over! La Galera Habano. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. With your host. Come with the other. David Garofalo. Count of three. Name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former gravekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. And Chuck Morrison. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. That or uh, his dudeness or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's time to light him up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Did we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And we are the self-proclaimed Cigar Authority now in our eighth year. Keeping you informed about everything. Cigar. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and 
Therefore, get it. Big announcement next week. Next week, we're going to tell you where else you can find us. Uh, so I didn't get to the final thoughts here on the Fluid Dominicana TAA because this is a new cigar. A lot of people never, never tried it before. It's out there in about 75 stores across the country. Um, 95 rating on the CigarAuthority.com. Ah, so we know how Barry, what Barry thinks of it. Right 95. In my, right in my wheelhouse. Okay. It is medium plus. I'll tell you, as it's, as it's going, I'm starting to feel... Um, maybe a midget standing on my chest. Not a, not a big <laughs> They weigh dude. the same as regular people. Do they? They yes. do not. Yes, they do. Okay, a jockey. How about that? <laughs> okay, I'll, I, will accept, <laughs> I will accept a jockey standing on your chest. It, it's what not, else is he doing yeah, while he's there? It's starting to get heavy. It's, it's, uh, it's building up. See, for me, it was very meaty. It was similar to a steak that was Meaty's maybe on good. the grill a little bit too long on the edges. You got that, that crispy steak. I'm getting some of that. There was a little some, char component yeah, to it. Yeah, the char is good. Fat. That's the word. It's yep. Good. A little cannelle. Um, some caramel as well. It was good. So I have an announcement. Sure. Uh, this weekend, six years ago, was my first time on the Scar Wow. Yeah. Oh. Six years ago. Six years ago. Holy smokes. I was a guest wow. downstairs in the Salem store. I, uh, my boss on the floor? The, yeah, my boss allowed me 15 minutes on the show. He said, don't screw it up. Who and was your boss at that time? His name was Andrew Brennan. Yes. Really, oh. really good friend, and uh, yes. I wouldn't be here without him. And uh, six years later, I'm on the show for two hours. Two so hours. 15 minutes worked out well. Because the, you only had to answer to yourself, and you allowed yourself to stay. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's eight years we've been doing this thing. Yeah, I know. My God. It's hard to believe. So, um, Okay, I'm going to put the cigar down. I want to get to the end of it, but it's time to light up a different cigar. This is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. It is uh, um, a very limited cigar. Barry, tell us about it. Well, we're about to light up the Swag S, which is the Modoro version of the Swag line from Boutique Blends. And it is also the last cigar of the May Care Package. According to the company, the S reflects the taste of young and modern smokers who are tired of the same old traditional cigar brands. The Swag S is made with Dominican premium tobaccos as binder and filler with an oily and pristine dark Nicaraguan Claro Maduro wrapper, and it's loaded with flavors. They're also an incredible deal right now at TwoGuysCigars.com, where you can buy them from as low as $2.99 each. Each box is available with over a $100 discount, and uh, you can buy them from $59 to $79 a box, and they come 5 by 57 6 by 54 Six and a half by 60, seven by 70, and seven and seven eighths by 63. So hold up. I, I broke the rules and I've already cut in light. Yep. This is $2.99? Yes, sir. So how could it possibly be? I don't, I don't know what the S stands for, but. The S stands for savings, Dave. It, it sure does. So how, how did we end up doing it? I, I went to the Dominican in January, and there they were in the factory. And they asked me if I would like an incredible deal. And here's the incredible deal. And I said, geez, you know, uh, I, want, I really want to check with the owner of the brand because here's the factory offering somebody else's brand to me. I know they make the cigar for them, but I've known Raphael for a long time. I want to make sure this is cool with him. And so we called him up and he said, yes, you'll actually be doing me a favor. Uh, get them all. All means all of them, 1,300 boxes, which is what remains. So we actually bought them all at an unbelievable price, obviously, because we're selling them at an unbelievable price. And uh, not knowing that 
there was going to be these major changes with the company. So Some this is actually dots are being connected there. Yes. So when I when I say things like I, I feel thing, and I said the two years previous to that, but sometimes something happens within our industry we really can't talk about, and it connects another dot, and it says okay something's going on. So it looked like swag is going away, but it's not. The whole brand swag is going away. Swag S has gone away. So all Swag S's that remain, we have them all, and it's an unbelievable deal. And uh, to be frank with you, I think it's a great swag. swag. The regular swag is too full-bodied for me, where this one is not. This one is a, is a smokable medium-bodied, I'd say. Yeah, and there's definitely a sweet component to it, which we'll get to once we light it up and yeah. smoke it. Well, in the feel that we talked about in the first half of the show when we were smoking the TAA, it's the same thing. Like, this is not a light cigar. It's got. It doesn't have a lot of give to it. There's a lot of tobacco. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well-made cigar. There's nothing wrong with the cigar. So I don't know if the price fool you. We got 500 people out there, 1,000 people out there smoking mm-hmm. the cigar along with us, and uh, see what you think of it. So let's give it a cut and light. See what it's all about, and see if uh, if the price is right. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So the cold drawer was cream soda. Cream soda, which I love. I hate him. He's got it? <laughs> You're the one singing the song. I hate him song. so much. Nailed that. Oh, you're such a jerk. That's all I can think of. If I drink a cream soda today, which will break a 20-year streak for me, you're not drinking soda, I'll kill you. Dr. Brown. 20 years. You got a lot of weird things. You're having sex with a goat. You won't eat a funny bone or drink a cream soda. I said I was not having sex with the goat. He will lick a urinal. Yeah. You you said you were on the fence. That's already halfway to the goat. (laughs) Right. Just saying you're on the fence is pretty sick. (laughs) a lot of money yeah uh good draw clean taste i don't know about cream soda maybe i don't know what do you get why would you just say cream soda because it tastes like cream, cream soda, soda. <laughs> yes. on a cold draw that's the draw before you light the cigar yeah. I, I have none of that I, I didn't i didn't taste it either. no that, that's fine all right. all right you're both wrong and we're right so let, let's light it with don't a be, fancy don't be talking like that over there we're not on the same team yet Let's I'll never play for the same team as you. There we go. So let's light it with a lighter that costs 50 times as much as this cigar. <laughs> this is the $100 uh, Black Label Flat Flame. This is the original Flat Flame. No additional bells and whistles. This cigar kind of broke the mold for all. You want to put yours in front of the camera there, David? Broke the mold for all cigar lighters in that the flame comes out completely flat, thereby lowering its temperature. From the traditional 1,400 degrees that a, a regular triple jet lighter would burn at, this thing burns down closer to eight, 900 degrees. Uh, and you can just paint that flame right onto the That's end of your it. cigar, and you get a better smoking experience. There's not a lot of times where spending $100 on a lighter is going to be worth it, but in this case, it absolutely is, especially since you always have a place to put your cigar. This is the lighter that brought me into Vertigo, to be honest with you. Um, you know, seeing somebody have it. And watching them paint the paint the cigar, it's cool as hell. And I said, "Wow, what is that? And where do I get them?" And this is the one that did it for me. D- David just said something really interesting. You could have fifty of these cigars, mm-hmm. fifty, or one of these letters. and one of these letters. 
50. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, nothing wrong with the cigar. It is discontinued. That's it. They want it off the market as fast as they could. I don't know why. And now I do know why. Mm-hmm. It's so really It's really off the good. books. Really good. Right? It's yeah. off the books or whatever was going to go on. And this is the win-win. It's off their books. They're happy about it. I was able to get every single one of them. I was happy about it. And you now the consumer. If you want to end up getting a great cigar for that kind of money, listen, I'm not touting you to buy from us. This is a different type of show and a different hat that I wear on here, and you don't ever hear this, but this is an opportunity of all opportunities. That's why I bought them all. Uh, An unbelievable cigar for that price. Remember... With with that price is also the S chip, the shipping, everything that goes into it. In, thing, yep. it's it's free basically. It's a it's a free cigar because, you know, if you've ever bought a two three dollar cigar before, you know that it's not this. Right. This is a seven eight nine ten dollar cigar. Yeah, for three dollars. You know those candy hearts, the cinnamon candy hearts. Yes. Remove some of the bite from the cinnamon because those kind of sting your tongue a little bit. Remove some of the bite. Just go sweet. Cinnamon from those candy hearts, and that's the initial puff on this all day or a day. Yeah, this, this is strong cinnamon taste. Yeah, mostly getting a little bit of a uh, pistachio, like not the ice cream. I'm talking actual breaking open the shell, eating the nut. Jonathan knows all about eating nuts. Get out of my head and <laughs> yeah. enough with it. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave the little hanging fruit alone for the rest of the show. <laughs> Jeez, Louis. don't make me read everybody your email to David earlier today, because. <laughs> yeah. And that was, yes, that was last night. Before well, I whatever. To, I before read I went it. to bed. I go to bed early, nice. so I, uh, very nice. I read it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we like the cigar. It, it's burning good. Everything's fine with it, so don't be scared of the price. Um, so besides knowing that Raphael moved on and uh, is now with Altadas, what's up in the cigar world? It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Well, it's been a relatively quiet week in the cigar industry. And a while back, we reported on the CigarAuthority.com how Davidoff was purchasing a few tobacco farms in Honduras. This week, the company issued a press release that they have opened a new state-of-the-art cigar factory in Don Lee, Honduras. The factory employs over 500 people and features lodging for visiting guests. I saw pictures. Holy God. In the middle of nowhere is this city. I'll call it a city. It's their factory. And Unbelievable. You, you could tell it was new. Like, look at some of the pictures. It just didn't have that old cigar factory oh, feel, no. which doesn't really change anything. But the one thing that stuck out for me on the pictures, instead of using the wooden blocks to roll cigars, they were using a non-porous yeah. material to roll their cigars, which could be an issue with the FDA moving forward. Which is probably what the FDA wants. Exactly what they Correct. want. Yeah. Yes. And uh, my, my fan club's leaving, by the way, just to let you know. Only half of it. The carnivores? It was interesting because they, <laughs> the both, they both wanted oh, to. Oh, we can use that. 
They both wanted to sign your breasts yeah. uh, when uh, they arrived. I, I found that interesting. And earlier this year, it was announced that Jonathan Drew was remaining president of Drew Estate. This week, John Drew Brands announced the formation of a management team. The new management team is loaded with industry veterans from the spirits industry, and the company is focusing on three liquors, including John Drew Rye Whiskey, Dovetail Rum, and Brixton Mass, which is a blend of Kentucky bourbon and Florida rum. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up? In the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? Is there a thing when you mix rum and whiskey? Because that sounds revolting. This whole mash thing, I'm not big into it, but it seems like it's something that's beginning to catch on and become the thing. So I haven't tried it. I don't plan on trying it. So when they when they started, uh, they brought uh, Jonathan Dubrak as president as for Drew Estates. Right. Last year, I, he had started his own brand called John Drew Brands, which was going to focus on the liquor industry. Having nothing to do with Swisher, right? It had nothing to do with, his company. with Swisher, Drew Estate, or anything. It's strictly John Drew Brands. And he runs it and owns it? Correct. While running Drew Estate? Correct. Really? Yeah. And, and, and some of the people you mentioned in there are employed by Drew Estates as well. Well, two people that he kept on for, for marketing have ties to Drew Estate. Um, I think Samuel Morales was one of them, and I forget who the other was. But the other people on the management team have worked in the, the wine and um, hard liquor industry. But they're, they're working both companies also. From my, from my, what I've seen, I've okay, seen them so, representing the yeah. cigars as well. So that, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me, mm. and now I'm going to make a connection between Drew Liquor Brands having something to do with Swisher because you, you wouldn't imagine they would allow such a thing. It would be a conflict of interest, so, but it's with, being how marketed can some, as something that he solely owns. That's the way it was marketed. And yet they allow their president to have two positions, two, well, the flip two side major of that, positions to two different companies. Correct. He is uh, – doesn't make sense. He is an interesting personality in that he kind of marches to the beat of his own drum, to say the least – so he could say to them, listen, you want my face on the brands, I'll do that. But the fa- the I face still is a different thing. thing. His position is the president of His title of is the president. Right, and it's not really a conflict of interest because liquor and cigars are two separate things. No, but when you, when you hire somebody as the president of your company, the guy can't have a side job. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you solely vested mm-hmm. into us 100%, and this is what you do. Oh, you know, I got a weekend job at this thing, and I work in another company of... of how, Which how makes can, me as a consumer, and not speaking for the Cigar yeah. Authority, but me as a consumer, wondering if the position of Drew Estate was just a figurehead. That's what I'm thinking. His title is president, so that he, the brand still have some cachet. In but the, how about the other people? Geeked him. They'd work for Drew I'll be State. curious to see if they eventually jump ship and go directly for John Drew. Jump ship? You would think that the company wouldn't even allow mm-hmm. it. Are you allowed to have a, a, own a separate company? And uh, I, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming that no. I wouldn't. And if I was in an ownership position, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow my position. I don't to, know. Just, just yeah. saying, I'd like, to, I'd like to hear differently of how something like that works. It's, it's either there's a connection to it or... He really isn't a president. He's a yep. figurehead, and we're going to use him as a face of the brand. And looking up the trademark for 
um, these liquors, they are registered to Jonathan Drew. There's certainly going to be some cross promotions there, I, w- I would imagine. Yeah, it's got to be something happening there. It just doesn't make sense to me, but we'll see. We'll follow it and see what goes on. And you heard it here first. Something's up in Denmark. <laughs> Why Denmark of all places? But <laughs> I think you're the only one who knows that expression. Really? In the world. Okay. So uh, looking at our calendar events next week, June 3rd, we have Steve Soccer in the house where we will make the uh, Cigar Authority announcement of uh, where the Cigar Authority is going uh, after uh, that day. Or could it be happening that day? Um, hopefully it will be happening by that right. day. Hopefully it will happen that day. They told us two weeks. That will be um, nine days. So hopefully we'll, we'll know. All right. We'll see. If not, it's the announcement of what's to come the following week. Um, and June 10th is a big announcement, and uh, I'll leave that up to Chuck to make that announcement on June 10th. And uh, on that show, um, we plan on launching the Fratello Firecracker, question mark? Huge question mark. Huge question mark. That was the date that was scheduled, but again, this is uh, a Dominican making a cigar in Nicaragua in the United States. Of, you, you got know, two different times right there. Yeah. You've got Dominican time, you have Nicaraguan oh, yeah. time. Absolutely no comment. And they, <laughs> the sum of the parts uh, don't equal yeah. the whole there. Yeah. And I'm leaning towards it's not going to happen, but I'm going to say he's going to challenge Skip Martin coming in just under the wire. Of 4th of July. Yes. Yeah, never mind 4th of June. Correct. <laughs> um, it makes sense. Well, 30 days out or whatever. Mm. We'll see. Hey, you could pull it off. We'll see if anybody can do it. Uh, our friend um, uh, Omar Fratello can do it. June 17th, we have Tony and Carson Serino, the father and son team of Serino Cigars, coming up the day before Father's really Day. Really, the last call as far as if you want to get tickets to the father and son event. If you, last if call. If you live local, we're really close to selling out on that. Yeah, that's ready to go. So if, 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 you're, if you're hearing this uh, on Monday morning as you're driving to work, uh, you probably want to call the shop and say, Get me in. Uh, two tickets for $99. Nobody's driving, nobody's driving to work on Monday. Oh, Monday's a holiday, Monday. so Tuesday. We're closed, actually, Monday. One of the few days. And, but if and you're day, listening to this anyways. Thank you for all our fallen soldiers for uh, giving yes. us the day off. And uh, Landed a free because of the brave. Absolutely. Damn, because of them. I like that you put that on the signs, by the way. That was nice. Nice touch. Thank you. Uh, June 24th, we have uh, John Huber and Mike Condor from Crown Heads. Uh, they're coming in. Uh, uh, we're going to Skype them. We're yep, going to Skype them, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. That's always entertaining for me. Uh, Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle, Max Bickler from Rocky Patel, uh, and then we're going to go live from the IPCPR trade show. And uh, after the trade show, we're bringing Steve Saka back. And uh, there's a reason we're bringing him back. I don't know if it's the launch of a new thing or something's going on, but here he comes back again. And... Um, July 29th, A.J. Fernandez, live in studio. Doesn't which, speak English. should be interesting. should be interesting. speak much English No English, so uh, might be some entertainment <laughs> there. Rocky Patel live with us on August 5th, and it's uh, Cigar Liberty after Cigar Liberty. And uh, you'll hear why next week, because uh, we're making some big plays out there. So uh, that is the calendar of events coming out. Right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? 
Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. There is a mystery afoot in Waynesboro, Virginia, as seven cats have been mysteriously shaved on their underbellies and legs. I can, I can hear where you're going. <laughs> yep. And I promise no more low-hanging fruit. So Why leave it alone. would someone go around shaving other people's cats? That is the question. The mystery has the attention of police in Virginia's Shenandoah Valley. And according to police chief Captain Kelly Walker, all the cats have been returned to their, uh, to their owners otherwise unharmed. But they do seem a little bothered. Walker says that all the cats clearly had owners. They were well-groomed and wearing collars. He said police aren't sure what crime has been committed, but the owners would like it to stop. I mean, who wants their uh, pussy shaved without permission? (laughs) That's insane. And uh, for the record, I'm quite proud of my mane of pubic hair. That's a sound. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me Just away. Just gotta do it, right? <laughs> Just gotta do it. Old Fod Freddy is long gone. It's a true story. Why were the cats shaved? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. You can yeah. Google it, though. It's a real thing. It really happened. I think Barry is all lined up to take over <laughs> the asylum segment. Uh, this cigar tastes like Mr. Jonathan's last day on the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, what do you think of swag? Nutty, smooth, nutty. Incredible burn line, as you burn like line to call is great. it. The mascara line, ultra, ultra thin, firm ash. Um, the construction is phenomenal, but it's actually overshadowed, overshadowed by the flavor profile, which for me is. Nutty, smooth, a little bit of mocha, really good cigar. Really good. And they're not going to last forever, folks. I'm going to say two months. If yeah, two months with them. If that. Yeah. So we We're can, already sold out of one of the sizes. Yeah. So. We, can, we can move some cigars at the right price, that's for mm-hmm. sure. And this price is right, uh, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I think this is the beginning of starting to see closeout brands and things as FDA comes in and the people are going to decide what to spend their money on mm-hmm. and what not to, which is the, a, a big plus for you, the consumer, mm-hmm. as these happen. Also keep in mind that in 2018, at the end of 2018, they have to actually be removed from the shelves. So these things have to start sooner than later because, you know, you come to me with uh, that kind of quantity towards – the middle of 2018, and I can't take the chance, yeah, right? Yeah, forget it. So it's going to be now or never. A lot of retailers never. will have huge sales right at that date right. in 2018. Yeah, so it's going to be actually a nice time for consumers. Mm-hmm. God forbid this ends up happening. Mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it does, it, there's always silver lining, which is the consumer is going to buy. Because you, the consumer, can buy mm-hmm. cigars and have them after that date. Right. Just we as the, the people with the tobacco licenses yep. cannot. Which is why if you're not going to donate directly to the Cigar Rights of America, and you can go to them at CigarRights.org. You should be buying LaFleur Dominicana cigars, where at least a portion of that is going to be donated it's, it's to the CRA. And there's other brands as well, as we alluded to earlier in the show. Yeah. 
it's, it should be a feel-good buy to start looking at these at these as they start coming out. And there's a lot of companies that are going to do it. You're going to look for this little postage stamp inside the box. I don't know if everybody puts it inside the box or you just decide. They're to going it. to be put in different spots. We put them inside of the box for the sense of when the box was open. Okay, it was on the shelf, and you could see you could see the uh, stamp and recognize that. Okay, so uh, yeah, look for that. Okay, let's go to break. And when we come back, we have uh, some mailbags we want to take care of. You got a lot yeah. of them sitting there? Jeez, they, pi- they pile up. We love them, but we got to get to them. Uh, Gentleman Chuck Morrison is going to chime in debonair style, and we get a classic three way, and Mr. Jonathan Connie is going to be involved in it. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, 
The collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mm, ice cream, ice cream. Mm. Mm, funny bones. Mm. We're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. We're smoking swag that may or may not be going away totally, but the swag S is. I got them all at a ridiculously low price. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Burning perfect. No relight. No nope. ashes. Holding on strong. Not only longest a, ash contest with this. Cigar. Yeah. Not only a well aged um, tobacco being used, but yeah. a well aged cigar. From what I understand, 100%. they were rolled a long time ago, and it was just like let's clear these out of the factory. And so uh, Rudy in the chat room has a question, and he wants to know when are we going to eat the funny bones? <laughs> well, that there from Mister Jonathan, <laughs> who is not eating them. He will not eat them, Rudy. And we're going to have to go all the way over to the Nashua store and try that mint that's in the uh, urinal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The following message was yeah, submitted. <laughs> Moving along. Through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And this is Bobby, the gentleman who got the hole-in-one after smoking the La Galera. Uh, he says, uh, hi, Mr. Jonathan. 
I'll be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire from July 1st to the 29th for my summer holiday. I see that the Seabrook store is only about 20 minutes away, and I already have plans to head down and stock up on many of the cigars I have heard about on the Cigar Authority. I was wondering if you guys will be doing any shows up in Seabrook during that time that I could come by for. So if what's, so, what's please let me know. I'll make a plan. Also, uh, am I correct that the Vertigo Cyclone is the lighter that you recommend for traveling with its all-plastic body? Absolutely is. That is the one. How's this one? They made me take my little bag with the little liquids out because I didn't have the walk-through thing for some reason. So in my little bag with my little bottles was the jet lighter. So I had to put that right on the belt. And here it is. You can see it. And it goes right through. Boom. No problem. Should I be saying this? That's a mic I don't know. I, I think you're okay to travel with it. If they, if they let you go, you're good. They let me go. Yeah, and it's fine. never they been just taken. Can't, they can't see it. It's not legal, but they can't see it. And that's the, that's the key to that lighter. Uh, one other non-cigar-related question, but a well-seasoned gourmand question. Oh, God. Do you have any restaurant suggestions in Seabrook? My uncle owns a fantastic restaurant in Portsmouth called Mambo. But I, and I'm familiar with the other various great restaurants in that area, but I've never been to Seabrook or the Hampton Beach area. Thanks in advance for your reply, and I hope I get a chance to see you all doing the show. Regards, Bobby. Did somebody in the audience say Browns? Yeah, these Browns. are actually Browns just got flooded. Uh-huh. I saw I forwarded this to Tommy Grella, okay. so he has it for his new segment. They just got flooded, but Marquis is across the street. And not they're, they're, they're so, not flooded. They're not flooded. Yeah, these, so. these are clam shacks. They're nothing fancy it's not at all. It's a fancy but restaurant, but it's good food. Good food. Good food. And I, I would like to say cheap, but it's not. The price of fish has gone crazy. And I forwarded, I forwarded this email to Tommy so he can read that second portion, and he may have some better recommendations because I typically don't go out to eat in Seabrook. I'm usually in and out of there. I got a request for Tommy Grella. If you're not listening to Welsh Season Gourmand, you should take a listen to him. I'm part of the United Podcast Network. Yes. But he should do a show on on clam shacks for the summer because they're only open, like, you know, May to September. Yeah. My family used to own a clam shack. So if you would like an expert witness uh, on clam shacks, if that happens, you let Tommy know that I'll be happy to come on. No kidding. Also, the, there was another question there. He was wondering if you were having any shows in Seabrook. Yes, What's we the covered date? that. Oh, the date. The uh, July 1st through the 29th. <coughs> oh, my goodness. He's all right. So it's not far. I mean, we're, we're what are 25 we? 25 minutes. Yeah, 25 mm-hmm. minutes away. Um, but we may do the um, July 1st in Seabrook. Fourth July weekend. Did we talk about that? We haven't talked about it. Yes, because nothing says let's drive to the beach and do a show on 4th of July weekend. Which we say every time. Along <laughs> yeah. the holiday weekends, that's what we do. Because, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. My, my only major issue is that would be the first time moving the computer to a new environment. And, uh, of course, I'm nervous. Okay. Of course you're nervous. But it's a perfect opportunity to take the 25-minute drive with a fine cigar and come over to St. Anyway. That's what I say. That's what I say. It's easier for us, which is... Like the main main thing is what's easier for us, right? Uh, okay, while you enjoy life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pop up the volume. You 
need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. For example, it will be different when you're healthy as opposed to when you're sick. Here's the key takeaway, gentlemen, and really the key to being debonair. Always. Regardless of where you are, physically, emotionally, mentally, under any circumstance, simply do your best. You'll avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. And again, it's the key to being debonair in all environments. Be your best always, and you'll always be debonair. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Are there any like suggestions on like how to be your best? I'm, I'm not judging, but it was like just be your best as being debonair. Be your best. Any suggestions? Always. Okay. Be nice to people. Okay. I don't know. What, be the best. What is your definition of best? One hundred. Probably different than mine. Mr. Jonathan Connie always tries his best. He does. There's people that there don't. Is. You must see people that half-ass it. Oh, God. There is do and there yeah. is not do. And there is, is no try. And it is truly undebonair in most occasions when somebody's not putting forth the effort of being their best. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. When you're in the mood, when, when you're not you, in the mood. When you're putting your, the trash out. Be the best at putting the trash out. Is putting it, no matter what the thing is, just try your best. That's it. They say do. how you do anything is how you do everything. Beautiful. There we go. It's a beautiful thing. I know there's a fortune cookie once. There we go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, Peter writes, Mr. J loved this weekend's episode with the smoking of the bourbon barrel-aged at different RHs. Very interesting. As chance would have it, I've come across a cigar that seems to be suffering from some humidity issues. I I visited a new brick-and-mortar store, and I picked up a couple of Padron Coronas, and I could tell there was an issue right away when I went to cut the cap. It took more pressure than usual, and I felt like I was cutting through a sponge. There is a slight crackle when squeezing the wrapper, but not as much as normal. All signs point to a wet cigar. How do I get this thing back to normal? I've measured the humidity and temperature in my room, and I'm at 54 to 56% and 72 to 76 degrees. Should I just let it sit in that room environment or put it in a Ziploc with a specific humidity? And for how long? Once again, thank you for taking the time to answer my question. Uh, And to me, the answer is fairly simple. I would give it three days at room temperature in that room's humidity. Let it let it let that humidity drop in the cigar and then put in your humidor for a month and you should be fine. You want to get that a chance to dry out the outer part of the cigar and then that will pull the moisture from the inside of the cigar over the next 30 days. That's a technique that I use often when I come across a wet cigar. So did you see what we did, Connie, a couple weeks ago, last week? I, I didn't get to see that episode, but I, I, was, I saw the uh, summary after. So an underhumidified cigar, I would think, would be, okay, it's a little dry and it's not going to be too bad. And an overhumidified cigar, it's going to be too wet. It's going to go into a fermenting stage and it's going to uh, have to be relit and it's going to be the worst one of all. They both were horrible. Even the, the dried out cigar tasted horrible. 
Both, both ways tasted horrible differently, but they were both horrible. And then we smoked the cigar in perfect condition, and oh my God, a totally different cigar. So it's so important. The humidity and temperature of a cigar is so important. They say it's important, but we did the experiment of, of the same exact cigar, and we all got the same thing, that these cigars were, were bad. So you must go into, without naming names, a cigar shop that just isn't doing the right thing to their cigars. And is there any, um, anything full of fluid to make count of at that point? You don't want your cigars in a bad place? There isn't. It's one of the more challenging interactions that you have with a retailer because everybody thinks what they're doing is perfect. Yeah. Um, so you get to kind of tiptoe around, around that discussion. Um, and sometimes you just break it down to be really honest with them. I, I've had it in the past where I've just told somebody, I'm, I'm just not going to sell you cigars that aren't in cellophane uh, because this is obviously not being taken care of. And, and at that time, I remember this one moment, the person says, well, it's not my job with the six stores that I have to make sure everything's perfect all the time. I need you to back me up on this. And I'm like, I go, they're perfect when they leave my humidor. I go, so it actually is your job yeah, to do Yeah, millions so of cigars no would feelings. keep them perfect, and that's it. Yeah. And, it and it's somebody with six stores, mm-hmm. and they're doing the wrong thing in all six stores. So they're still successful, so, despite themselves. True, but so that is one of the more challenging discussions. But fortunately, you know, I'd say, you know, 85 to 90% of the stores you walk into are, have got their humid, uh, humidors, at least where it should be, if not a little bit more wet to... Uh, to accommodate you taking the cigar out into a dry environment after, but most of the time it's not a problem. I remember applying for Davidoff, which I applied for Davidoff (coughs) to carry Davidoff for many, many years before finally they uh, granted me the opportunity to to carry Davidoff cigars, and a big thing to them was the environment that the cigars were going to be in. And it was always a good environment, but until we bought this building and we moved the store across the street, then they came in and said, okay, now you can have it. Uh, you, you never went to our old store that used to be across no. the street. We used to have a pond within the humidor and a waterfall. The water went into the pond and the humidifiers were built in there. And it was a very elaborate looking thing that people used to bring their kids in and there were goldfish in there and stuff and they would koi and they would see the fish and all that and the humidity that went off it. I don't know if that was part of the reason why they didn't like it or, or not, but um, until we ended up moving into the other building, then they said, okay, you're all right now. I don't know. So, uh, that being said, uh, let's do the uh, Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In Classic History. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, it is a classic three-way, so one has to go. We only have one spot for a Mr. Jonathan. Sorry, so, Carney. So, out. so Connie is in and Mr. What? Jonathan is out. <laughs> so stupid. It's a classic three-way. You can't mess with but it. But if he wins, I'm the champion. Yep, he's going to play for right. you. 
You've got your goat that you can have some fun with there. So, so it's the closest year without going over. And today, our champion is Chuck Morrison. And today is May 27th. And it is Angela Garofalo's birthday. Angela Garofalo, the mother of the host of this show, your employer, born in Everett, Massachusetts, of Italian immigrants. Angela, also known as Lee, Lena, Angie, Mrs. G, or even Dave's mother. Hmm. Happy birthday, Ma. Angela Garofalo, born today. What year? Gotta write this down. Doing backwards math. There's no safe answer here. You just Without gotta say going she's over. 21. Unless you nail it. <laughs> Unless you nail it, Barry. Um, 19... 40. 1940. 1936. 36. 1937. 37. And everybody is over. 1931. What? 1931. Wow. 86. 86. 86. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, okay, to Barry. Vincent Price. Vincent Price, movie actor. Suave hey, actor who played roles in many horror films, including The House of Wax. He appeared in over 75 films during his career. He lent the voice to Alice Cooper's album, Welcome to My Nightmare, and Michael Jackson's Thriller. Vince Pr- Vincent Price, born he was today. also Egghead in the original Batman yes, series. Yes, he was. And he was born in 1910. 1910. Mr. Jonathan? Oh, it's me. 1912. 1912. 1912. Without going over, Barry Stein. You said 1910. It's 1911. TV actor, best known for being a child actor on the television series Different Strokes. Also a regular to be asked by Gary Coleman's character on the show, What are you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? He was Willis, Todd Bridges. Born today, what year? 1958. 58. 65. 65. 65 as well. 65 as well. Somebody has two points. Actually, two people have two points. Wow. <laughs> two points. How do you know that? So we got two points for Chuck, two points for Barry, three to two to Mr. Connie, zero. See, this looks... Well done, sir. It looks easy, doesn't it, when you listen on the, on the show? Makes me think of Spaceballs. Dink, this, dink. This dink, goes dink, to dink. Chuck Morrison. Ready. Lisa Lopez. Singer. Left Eye Lopez, rapper, dancer, singer, who was the member of the hip-hop group TLC... Best known for her singing Ain't Too Proud to Beg in What About Your Friends. She won Grammy Awards. She died in a car accident in La Calibra, Honduras. I was there. Wow. And saw just where she went off the cliff. True story. Uh, born today, what year? 68. 68. 72. 72. 71. You guys are over in 68. Chuck gets the point. We got a tie. 3 to 3 to Mr. Connie. Zero. You remind me of my vacuum cleaner. You had your number wrong as well. You suck. Your number was wrong as well. Do you know why she was left eye, Lopez? Why she only had one? She had a patch over her eye. Do you know why? It was a sign of safe sex. 
Really? No yeah. kidding. It was a safe sex thing. Left eye Lopez. I don't know. So, uh, so we got a tie break. I got a anyone tie- who doesn't have a patch on their eye is carrying the hiv. That's it. <laughs> Heidi. All right, so we got a tie here. I got a tie breaker, and I only have one of them. So you two guys and Mr. Connie can jump in just not to be completely eliminated. Okay. Born tomorrow, Marco Rubio, politician, Florida Republican, known mm-hmm. as the crown prince of the Tea Party movement, the United States Senator, notably gave the Republican response for Barack Obama in 2013 State of the Union address, ran for president in 2016, and is pro-cigars. Marco Rubio, born tomorrow. What year? Is it to me? It's to you. I'll go first. 1960. 1960. Ooh, I went 1968. 68. 1973. 73 is slightly over. 68 for the point. Barry In the Stein. win, Barry Stein at 71. Back on top. Coincidence? I think not. He's got his laptop in front of him. With papers He's in front of him. with his phone. <laughs> it's always with a, You're not even playing and you call him foul. Call him foul. So that is the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. We're smoking the Swag S, the last chance to smoke Swag S, because we got them all. Way to help me out, buddy. Uh, but for the record, I was right around on everyone. You were. I was very close. You remember the candy goobers? Yep. That's what this cigar tastes like. Chocolate, Chocolate and peanuts. peanuts. Yep. Hmm. And surprisingly, I like it. Even though I think chocolate and peanut butter is a sin... Chocolate. I don't like this. But do you like chocolate and peanuts? Usually not together, but no. it works. Big fan of the Gouba. The raisinette, on the other hand. Uh, yeah, not a fan I'm not of a raisinette. fan of putting raisins in any junk food. Not cookies, nothing. Because it's junk food in it's, itself? Yeah, you, you eat raisins by themselves and maybe put them on a salad, but not in a cookie. On a salad. Not in a brownie. I, I don't like raisins in, in snack foods or junk foods either. Like yeah. chocolate-covered raisins, raisin cookies are the worst thing on earth. Chunky is ruined because of the, the, uh, the raisins. You got it reminds me of the silver packet Chunky, which was chocolate and nuts. And raisins. Well, I don't get any raisins. So it's a little Mr. Good Bar action going. I just want a candy bar. Do you want a do you want a funny yeah, bone? How about you, Mr. John? Funny bones? No, I'm not eating a funny bone. I'm on, on a diet. Eat, just do it. I'm trying to funny drop. bone. Just I'm for not the show. doing it for the show. No, come on. It. it won't be the first bone you put in your mouth. But a bone. You said you were done <laughs> for the I day. Help it. it was a layup. Yeah. <laughs> Does that have peanut butter on the inside? Yeah. Oh, give me one of those things. <laughs> Someone's Beautiful. offering five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so we can say, Mr. Jonathan. Still not I'm in. trying oh, a lot of junk to, food, but it's killing me. Somebody eat it, please. Well, I want to see if this actually tastes like the cigar. Very saying. Oh man, these well, are it great. has cake. The cake's gonna change it a little bit, but he's a professional. He can push the cake aside. Come I'm on, not take doing a bite. It. one bite. No, I'm not eating it. <laughs> do it. Wow. I'm not succumbing to peer pressure. Come on, Jonathan. Just a tip. <laughs> Let's do it together. It's going to be okay. Come on. Frosted on. peanut butter cream filled food cake. No. Oh, well, here we go. Does it taste Look, like- and he's jacked. He's a, he's a specimen right there. And he's eating it. <laughs> yeah. Dave, I think you just became a carnivore. I am. I'm a carnivore. This is arguably one of the best pairings that I've ever done. <laughs> huh? Now you're interested. It's Not a pairing. Close to interested. We did a whole show on candy bars and, and, cigars. Uh, and cigars. It was great. I, I was like drunk from, <laughs> from 
all the different candy bars, and we had, we had potato chips in between to cleanse the palate in between candy we, bars. We need to do this again. It huh? was fantastic. The best was the pre-show talking about it. You were in stitches. I thought you were going to pee. <laughs> yeah. You were laughing so hard when I said, you said, what are the potato chips for? And I go, we have to cleanse our palate. And you <laughs> lost it. It was great. Because it was brilliant. It was br- a brilliant call right there. All right, you got another mailbag to throw in? We got a couple minutes. A couple minutes. A message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Dan writes, hey, guys, love the show. Picked up a Vertigo Cyclone 2, the clear, the one you can see through. After watching a couple of older episodes, Mr. Jonathan and his patented big-ass tank routine sold me. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, The thing used to work great, but now the lighter only puts out a flame when the wheel is turned near or at full strength. The flame also burns orange and either doesn't light the cigar at all or totally turns the thing into charcoal. Any ideas why uh, why this is and how I can fix it? I've tried bleeding it completely with the wheel turned all the way down, then refilling it. The problem persists. So what happens with just about any lighter? There's two things going on here. Get out of here with your funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help someone diagnose a lighter problem. What it sounds like is that you light your cigar with a lighter directly below your cigar. And not a problem when you first light the cigar, but if you relight cigars over and over again with the lighter directly below the cigar, those ash particulates that you blow through end up settling in the cigar and gumming up those jets. So get an old toothbrush, flip the the lighter upside down, don't click the jet all the way so that it ignites, just get it so you can hear the butane coming out and vigorously brush those jets to clean them off. If that doesn't work, you, you gotta get a, it's a little labor-intensive, but a pin, and you poke mm. through each hole, and that'll open up your jets. The other thing you've got to do, oftentimes when a lighter breaks in from the factory, they tend to set them a little low so that people don't set themselves on fire. You just pop that wheel off, give it a quarter turn in the opposite direction, slide the wheel back on, and now you'll have an additional quarter turn to turn the lighter up, and it'll be completely fixed. It'll work fine. Okay, let me give you a fat guy little thing what, what, what to do and what not to do and Barry correct me if I'm wrong don't look at the bottom of the box where it has all the information yeah. on it check this out though <laughs> there's <laughs> 5 grams of no. protein in here oh protein and there's look only at- 42 carbs and there's only 17 grams of fat 340 calories that's, per, that's a nice lunch per serving yeah, how much is a serving two, two, two funny bones, two funny bones 5 grams of protein right there it's protein it's actually it's good, good for you, for you. You're not selling me on that. I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> Ain't going to go there. Do you, do you look at the at the bottom of the boxes and things? Stay no, away. I perfectly put masking tape over That's it. That's it. Just cover them up and just don't show me. Just ruining the whole thing. But I, I see that, that healthy people actually read the thing. Maybe we, we should get into that. It's maybe. like reading the side effects of drugs. You just don't go there. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, just let your hair fall out for no reason. <laughs> All right, Cigar Authority care packages are available for a limited time. Go on to CigarAuthority.com. Click it if you want to be part of it. And listen, we're going to say in a week or two, okay, it's shut off again for another year, and you're going to say, oh, I should have got in. Don't be should have. Be part of the show. Get into the care package. Smoke along with us and see if you can taste these funny now, bones here's, inside. Here is the thing. There's lots of people that send emails in wondering when the Cigar Authority care package is going to open. We don't want random people getting the Cigar Authority care package. We only want listeners. So we're not talking about this in our retail locations. Yeah, we're we not discussing it. We don't it. social media. We're not, we don't do no, anything. We're not recommending anybody tell people that don't listen to the show. This is for the listeners. It's our gift to you. So if you would do us the favor of keeping it that way. Keep it to yourself. It's just for the people that listen. You guys that have written in. You can tell people to listen to the Cigar Authority. And they'll hear it for themselves. But don't uh, say, listen, here's a good deal on cigars. Yeah, they'll be posting it to Reddit. 
Yeah, don't be doing that. No. Don't be doing that. It's not debonair. Okay, so final thoughts on swag? Winner. It's absolutely a winner, especially for the price. Listen, this is a eight nine dollar cigar, yeah. And even at that you, price, it was great. And you get a box and you put it away, and a year or two from now, you say, "Look what I got." I remember those because it's over. For, yep, it's over. Okay, the, the, thank you, Mr. Jonathan Connie. Glad to be here. Thank, thank you again for having me. Always enjoy it. Uh, I like. I thought the cigar was excellent. For for four dollars, you could have two funny bones in a cigar. There we go. How do you beat that? <laughs> How do you beat that? So big news next week about the Cigar Authority. We're going to tell you. Uh, I'm not going to spill the beans. We're going to tell you something about the Cigar Authority next week, so uh, tune in for that. It is a triumphant return of Steve Saka, the owner of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, live in studio. We'll light up a cigar or two with him as he tells us his views on the ever-changing cigar industry. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And when you happen to be smoking your swag, S, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven.